Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Wednesday afternoon. Well, driving around town, you will probably... (laughs) Pardon me. I apologize. I have a cough button, but uh, the time for the cough to reach my throat is not quite as great. Well, it is the, the, the distance from the cough to my mouth is not as great as from my finger to the cough button. I think that's right. Anyway, my apologies. Uh, flags are at half staff all over the nation, not just central Ohio. Today is Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th, 1941. It is the date that we were attacked by a foreign country and uh, dragged into World War II. Not long before uh, Pearl Harbor, the President of the United States announced to the country, there is no way that your children are going to be fighting in a foreign war. Well, that all changed very quickly on uh, December 7th. 1941, and uh, the farther we get away from historic dates like that, similar to 9-11, many, many, many of you listening right now, you do not remember 9-11. Boy, do I. And probably the majority of you certainly do. You remember how unbelievably traumatic it was for all of us. But a new generation is coming up, and we should not forget 9-11, and we certainly should not forget Pearl Harbor Day. So we honor 
uh, those who lost their lives, those who served, and a particular greeting out uh, to probably my oldest listener, Vanita, uh, daily listener. She's 101 years old. She'll be 102 in March. And uh, her husband was at Pearl Harbor and uh, paid quite a price emotionally, psychologically, uh, because of what he experienced at Pearl Harbor. So we owe a deep debt of gratitude to all who have served in the military, but particularly uh, those who were at Pearl Harbor in a completely unexpected attack, at least for the overwhelming majority. I'm sure that there were some uh, that were predicting the attack, but for the most part, it was completely unexpected. So anyway, today is Pearl Harbor Day, and we should not forget. A very consequential day down in Georgia, Raphael Warnock, the uh, radically leftist abortion-supporting, same-sex-supporting Baptist pastor, has uh, won election to the United States Senate over uh, uh, Herschel Walker, the uh, outstanding football player from Georgia, um, I, 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 I think that there is, if we're looking for blame, I think maybe a better word is responsibility for the, uh, Republican loss, the Republican party itself. There are a lot of people laying blame at, uh, Donald Trump's feet. And, um, there is no doubt that Donald Trump's position as a kingmaker is over. Um, Several of the people that he supported in the last midterm election did indeed win. But some of the key races, some of the most important, in fact, most of the most important races, uh, the people that Donald Trump supported lost. Uh, And certainly that's the case with Herschel Walker. But I don't believe that the majority of the responsibility uh, goes to Donald Trump. I think it's a Republican Party as a whole. And now I'm an outsider looking in. I keep telling you I'm not an expert on anything. And I think the longer you listen to me, the probably more you will agree with me on that. But there is such deep division within the Republican Party. Um, Not only... The mainstream Republicans and the folks that follow Donald Trump and Donald Trump himself, and there's deep division there, but just in the party itself. And I think, and again, this is purely my my guess, my speculation, I want to make that clear, because Donald Trump supported Herschel Walker so strongly I think that the mainstream Republican Party thought, well, we can't support Herschel Walker because if Herschel Walker wins, Donald Trump can claim that as a victory. We don't like Donald Trump. So if Donald Trump supported him, maybe it'd be better if we just lost that Senate seat rather than support a candidate 
that Donald Trump supported and therefore would give him boasting rights and give him uh, more uh, momentum uh, going into the next presidential election. That's, That's what I suspect. One thing is absolutely clear. The Republican Party was not nearly as concerned about that Senate race as the Democrats were. Uh, Herschel Walker was outspent five to one. Five to one. Is that because the Republican Party doesn't have any money? Of course not. They just decided, for whatever reason, I have given you my speculation, uh, for, but for whatever reason, the Republicans were willing to give up that Georgia Senate seat. And what adds credence to my argument is the governor in Georgia, one handily, Secretary of State, Attorney General, uh, Georgia is primarily a Republican state. It is a red state. And yet when they had an opportunity to send either a Republican or a Democrat to the Senate, the uh, people of Georgia chose the Democrat. Here in Ohio, we are a red state. Republican governor, secretary of state, attorney general, uh, state auditor, All of the statewide offices are held by Republicans, similar to Georgia. Well, we had a Senate race, and the people of Ohio clearly chose a Republican. It would make sense that the people of Georgia would have done the same thing, but they did not. So, anyway, the uh, Democrats now have a 51-49 to margin in the Senate, and uh, we are reminded that this last midterm election did not meet up to the expectations from Republicans before the election. Uh, We did gain control of the House of Representatives. Barely. Barely. Uh, So there is a lot of analysis that needs to be done. Um, this kind of ends the races. I think there are a couple of uh, the House of Representative races that are still in the, in the balance. But um, for the most part, Senate 51 to 49 majority. Um, the Democrats no longer need the vice president to cast the, uh, uh, the tie-breaking vote. They have a majority. Uh, they can basically do anything they want. Uh, especially when you understand that there are probably uh, from a half dozen to a dozen Republican senators that are just as Democrat as they are Republican. So as far as the Senate is concerned, Democrats have it strongly. House of Representatives? Barely. Uh, The next two years? are going to be very interesting to watch. All right, we're going to move on from politics. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. I'd love to hear from you. 877-262-5483. 
83. Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I did not know this, but Alex Kendrick. Now, some of you are going, who? I recognize that name. The uh, Kendrick's brothers, uh, the War Room, some other incredibly good Christian movies, the uh, the Kendricks brothers, Alex, uh, uh, writer, director, he also starred in uh, several of the movies. Anyway, he has had some pretty serious health issues in the last 12 months. Uh, had a minor stroke, uh, which had him hospitalized for a time. Praise God, it was minor. Uh, he is still suffering some consequences. He doesn't say what they are, but some some consequences from the stroke. And then uh, cancer surgery. He had uh, melanoma skin cancer taken off the top of his head. Um, I am very, very, very familiar with skin cancer. Fortunately, not melanoma. I'll never, ever forget my uh, first appointment with a dermatologist. I had a couple of spots that I was concerned about and uh, went to a dermatologist there in Westerville, didn't think anything about it. And uh, the dermatologist examined it and said, uh, uh, I I believe these are skin cancers. Well, at that point, I knew nothing about skin cancer. All I knew was I was about to die. Well, no. Uh, They were basal cell carcinomas, which are, on the uh, scale of skin cancers, the least serious and almost never, almost never fatal. Um, Then I've had a few squamous, which is the next step up, uh, more serious, uh, rarely is fatal. It can be, but it's rare. And then there's melanoma. Uh, which is the worst. Joy and I have a dear, dear, dear friend, uh, an evangelist, street preacher from New Orleans. Uh, Their son, uh, I think when he was 23, had a little spot on his neck, really wasn't concerned about it, went to a doctor. Uh, It was melanoma, and he was gone in a matter of months, 23, 24 years old, and died because of melanoma. Uh, Treatments have advanced dramatically since then, praise God, but melanoma is not anything to be taken lightly. So anyway, uh, melanoma cancer on his head removed successfully. He says that they uh, believe that they got it all. Uh, He has recovered almost fully from his mild stroke, and he and his brother are uh, getting ready to produce their next movie. Uh, They will begin sometime in uh, uh, 2023. In a recent interview, Alex Kendrick said, God is good all the time. 
He acknowledged it's, quote, been a rough year health-wise. The doctor said that the stroke was mild, and he's thanking God for that. Concerning the melanoma, quote, they're sure they got all the cancer. I'm very grateful for that. Uh, There were a couple scary moments, but I'm very grateful and thankful to the Lord. But no matter what happens, he is good and is always faithful and loyal and deserves our praise and worship. I'm going to keep rolling. And as long as the Lord allows me to, we'll keep serving him and doing what he's called us to do. Here's a little known fact that I was completely unaware of. He is the one and only film director to ever make three straight movies that earned an A-plus CinemaScore rating. Now, CinemaScore is Christian, secular, it's all movies in general. They do exit polling, and they ask moviegoers as they leave the film to grade the film. This is a Christian film director who had no real formal training. He and his brother were just members of a church down in Georgia and decided, it'd be great if we made a movie. And, well, the rest is history. Anyway, he is the one and only film director ever to make three straight movies that earned an A-plus cinema score rating. Uh, Those movies, Overcomer, War Room, and courageous. Uh, Most of you know that he has a new movie out called Life Mark. It uh, is going to be released on DVD on uh, December 13th and other home video platforms. And on December 13th, Walmart will begin selling a DVD package that includes the first seven movies from Alex and his brother, Stephen. What what a great example of um, the impact that one or two people fully committed to God can have. Uh, this movie enterprise began in one local church in Georgia with two brothers who really didn't know what they were doing. But the hand of God has clearly been upon them. 